Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I know. I know. I know. Hey, what the hell am I supposed to do here? Huh? We've got viruses worldwide, alarm clocks not going off. I'm doing this show on two hours sleep. What the fuck? What do you expect from me, huh? Huh? Come on. Come on now. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> oh, man. Tonight's recommended snack. I don't know. No dose. Tonight's recommended drink. About two litres of Red Bull. Can we do that? I'll explain everything. Sco. edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely day, a lovely night, because I certainly did. In fact, it was too nice, because apparently it was too lovely, because uh, the old body clock didn't want it to end. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? I made it. Gypsy says, I made it. The chat. Oh, you made it. I nearly didn't make it. I don't know, man, what's going on with me lately. Honestly. <laughs> Thank you, UK Tracy. Let's go. Thank you so much. Thank you for your patience, everyone. Thank you, UK Neil. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Thanks for sharing the show out. I appreciate it. Um, I, I hate dicking you around and not being here on time, so I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Genuinely. Um, I've had about 10 minutes sleep, so 10 minutes sleep. I've been awake for about 10 minutes, so this could go right off the rails very quickly. Or it could be brilliant. I'm not sure. Thank you for the diamond, Monica. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, yeah. As a <laughs> winning TV in the chat. Follow Winning, uh, winning TV on DLive, DLive.tv slash Winning TV. Phil D'Angelo says, buy a louder alarm clock. I know. I know. Uh, my phone, it must have been going off and just I slept through the bastard. And this, this has never been a problem for me before. Um, so by the time I got home, see, every everything's fucked up right now. So the um, the virus thing. So I'm, I'm still working, believe it or not. My company has like lost about 90% of its work, but I'm lucky in that the shift that I do is very, very specific. And I'm the only one who works at the time that I work out of the whole company. So um, basically the situation for me without getting into too much detail is we've got two, two very big accounts that I look after and if, and they're still open. So if they shut down, then I'm shut down. But that's pretty much, I'm just working basically to serve two customers, but they're our two biggest customers. So, and they're staying open. So, um, so work's all different. Um, we've got this new puppy at home. So when I, she's, she's not old enough yet to sleep through until sort of eight or nine o'clock in the morning local time. So when I get home, I can't just go straight to bed like I was doing before. I have to stay up with her for a couple of hours and tire her out and then go to bed. Oh man. 
So I, I, by the time I got into bed and actually fell asleep, I probably had like 90 minutes up my sleeve to sleep, which again, like I can do. I'm not really somebody that needs a lot of sleep, generally speaking. I can get through on like three or four hours a day, no problem. But for some reason, sometimes my body, it seems, just decides now. Maybe I'm just getting too old for this shit. I don't know. I do not know. But for some reason, my body just decides now from time to time. No, nah, not getting up. <laughs> and I wake up, look at the clock, and I just it's that same sick feeling. Ah, oh, no. Because I know I'm dicking you around, and I don't like doing that. But we're late. We're here, but we're late. Better late than never. Um, I also don't like it because I'm going to run over and one of my favourite programs, uh, Nightwave Radio, ladies and gentlemen, starts in about an hour and 10 minutes from now and I'm not going to be able to get through what I've got to get through. So now I'm going to miss the next show as well. <laughs> so nothing nothing good happens. Um, I couldn't watch Revenge of the Sis earlier today because normally I get up and put that on in the background while I'm prepping for this show. And like so, I've got I've had about five minutes prep, enough for one cigarette Ring and just sit down in front of the computer. Get your cheese, man! Thank you for the sub-winning TV. Uh, let's get a couple of plugs out of the way here first. UK Neil, ladies and gentlemen, follow UK Neil. Uh, Dlive.tv/UKNeil, winning TV as I mentioned before. Our great friend Phil D'Angelo. Um, I was on JJ Stoner's channel before earlier today, watching Tard Apocalypse. Tard Apocalypse Tuesday. <laughs> JJ Stoner. JJ Stoner is very quickly becoming uh, one of my very favourite streamers out there on the internet. And if you're not following JJ Stoner, you absolutely should. DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. We'll get to some other plugs later on. Um, like I said, I, I've I had to change the title halfway through the intro. Tonight's title, ladies and gentlemen, should be indicative of what we're going to get through. Just let me get another little sip. I've got to finish this Red Bull. See, my heart is racing, my, my head is racing because we're late and I'm trying to make sure that everything's fine. But we just need to calm down. We need to bring it down. Just need to bring it down a level or two. Because we're, we're very anti-Daily Boogie vibe right here, right now. Have myself a little sip of sparkling red. Mmm, delicious. Okay. So, like I said... Uh, I put out on Twitter earlier today that I have pretty much cleansed today's show of any reference to the coronavirus. Um, but I was planning to start a little earlier and I didn't... Our, our main thing tonight is rant of the week. Discussing rant of the week. It's been so long since we've done one of these that I feel like I'm going to have to go over the rules again. We're going to have to warm up into it. But I don't want to go straight into it because, you know, I've just woken up. Like, my brain isn't ready yet to process what I want to show you. It is it is that serious. So maybe we should do another little story first. What do you think? So I don't know. I'll, I'm going to let you decide. I'm going to let you decide. My preference would be to do something else first and then we'll do round of the week. So... Press one in the chat if you would rather do round of the week straight out of the blocks. Fuck Boogie. I don't care if he's ready or not. Let's do this. I'm strapped in. I'm ready to go. Fuck him. You do what I want. I pay you, so you do what I say. Press one in the chat for I pay you, you do what I say. Press two in the chat for you decide I am your slave. You are my master. <laughs> Is that confusing enough? One in the chat for you do what I say. Number two in the chat for I am your slave. 
Glory Warrior, thank you for joining us. Yes, the chat can be a little busy, Glory Warrior. If you watch the chat on the screen, though, you won't get all the stickers. The stickers are only in the chat on the app. So thank you for joining It's good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. I see. Oh, gee. You can't be. You, you never make it easy for me. Why am I, why am I getting angry at you? That's not fair. You don't deserve that. <laughs> Sounds like a trap, says Patriot Bill. It's a trap. It's good to see you too, Glory Warrior. Thank you so much for joining us. Lead us in a 10-minute Pilates first and then go. Very creative. True or false? Okay, you know what? I won't do another video first. Let's do a quick article. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, UK Neil. Thank you so much. All right, tell you what, I won't do a video because they can, they can go, you know, longer. We'll do a quick, a quick read, a quick article. Um, like I said, I almost cleansed everything of coronavirus tonight, ladies and gentlemen. How about just one quick little article for you? It'll never happen here. Yes, that's right. Step on down. It's time for our favourite game show. It'll never happen here. Because <laughs> people have been telling me, well, you know, it's only a guideline. It's only a guideline, books. They're not really cracking down on people's private uh, right to free assembly. They're not really coming onto people's private property and breaking up weddings. What? What? Yes. Two New Jersey homeowners are arrested after hosting large gatherings, including a pop-up wedding at their homes, at their home, as cops say people are ignoring the coronavirus lockdown. Ladies and gentlemen, if you thought it could never happen here, guess what? It's happening all around you. Two New Jersey residents were arrested this way. Arrested in your own home. I, I often get criticised by you know, other friends who are in this space, right? Other streamers who are in this space. Maybe not criticised, but uh, as you all know, myself um, and James R are very good friends and we laugh at the dynamic between us. That being that he's a very positive guy. He's always looking for the positives in the news. And, you know, I'm obviously a pessimistic kind of personality. I'm not looking for positives. I'm looking to walk you to the edge of the cliff and saying, it's all over. You may as well jump. You may as well end it now. You're fucked. <laughs> and James is the guy who rushes out of the bushes at the last minute and grabs onto the back of your shirt as you're about to step over. No, no, no. There's plenty to live for. I'm like, don't listen to him. Just don't listen to him. Just jump. Just jump. There's no point. There's no point. I mean... I think I'm in I think I'm in front now. Look at where we are. Look at what's happening around you. Two New Jersey residents were arrested this week after they hosted large crowds at events in their homes, including a pop-up wedding, the happiest day of a girl's life. The riot squad kicks the front door down. <laughs> Who invited you? In defiance of social distance, uh, distancing orders amidst the coronavirus outbreak, ladies and gentlemen. Elihu Zax, I hope I pronounced that correctly. 
was taken into custody on Friday after authorities said he hosted a pop-up wedding in his home on Spruce Street in Lakewood. The Spruce Moose. The event was attended by more than 50 people, a violation of the state's newly enacted banning such newly enacted edict, an edict. They, funny they don't write law. It was a newly enacted edict, apparently. Banning such gatherings as part of the efforts to contain the coronavirus. Another local resident, 43-year-old Shawl Kupavasa. Shawl Kupavasa. It's very, it's very uh, ethnically, uh, ethnically eclectic part of New Jersey by the sounds of it. Was arrested after a large crowd was seen gathering at his home on Thursday. Lakewood officials said they have received dozens of angry phone calls from local residents who have reported mass gatherings in recent days. Oh, these kinds of people. They're the worst kinds of people, aren't they? Oh, you can just imagine it, can't you? The type of person who gets the extension cord for their old Bakelite phone so it can reach all the way out the front door so they can sit on their porch with the phone next to them so they can contact the police the police post-haste should they notice anybody in the area having fun without them. You know, that kind of fucking person? That kind of cancerous individual? You know, I've... Yeah. Hello, yes, Lakewood Police... I've just been sitting here on my porch minding my own business. As you know, there's a very serious situation happening in the country right now. We're trying to stop the coronavirus. People, We're trying to stop people from getting sick. And I have counted at least 25 people walking into the house across the street. What are you going to do about it? Do these people not realize that they're putting the country literally at risk? <sighs> you know that kind of person. We all know at least one of them. Across New Jersey, at least 11 people have died oh, 11, of coronavirus infection. Statewide, there have been confirmed 890 cases. So there you go. A, a wedding on your own property, ladies and gentlemen, is not good enough. I know it's, I know it's a hack line, but my mind jumps instantly to that moment where it's like, if anybody here thinks that these two should not be wed, and at that moment, the tear gas canisters fly in the windows. Everybody on the floor, motherfucker! This is an illegal gathering! Attention wedding guards! This is the New Jersey Police Department. This is an illegal gathering. Put your hands in the air, get down on your knees immediately. Dad, Dad, what's going on? Oh my god, ah! <laughs> on the floor, motherfucker! <laughs> Knocking people to the ground. Hitting them in the head with the butt of the rifle. We're not playing around here, sir. On the floor. Isn't it fucking fantastic? The happiest day of a girl's life. All oh, the memories. The memories. By the way, it'll never happen here. It'll never it'll never happen here. They're not going to start. They're not going to start arresting people on their own property if they have too many people on their own property minding their own business, celebrating a thing like a wedding, for example. That'll never happen here. And I just want to let you know that there are very optimistic people out there who say that I'm wrong, that you should have hope. No, fuck hope. You're fucked. Accept it, and then at least you can laugh about it steal a line from the great red of Shawshank Redemption hope is a dangerous thing hope can kill a man the longer you have hope 
the longer you're going to live in denial, the longer you live in denial, the longer you're not going to be able to laugh as the world burns around you. So come with us. Jump off the cliff. Trust me, it's so much better. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Everything we refer to tonight will be in the show notes. You know what I didn't even do because we were running late? The plug. If you want to become a supporter of tonight's, not tonight's show, the show permanently, the brain's starting to come back. Give me a chance. I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm literally older than I was yesterday. Um, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, like so many have done, then you would be a great dude, first of all. But second of all, before you become a great dude, you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash boogie bumper, sign up, sign up for a Patreon subscription. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, just hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about the happiest day of your life, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogie bumper. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do this thing. Amberlina, thank you so much for joining us. All right. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for a little segment we like to call the Daily Boogie Rant of the Week. Um, For those of you who are reasonably new to the program, I do have to lay out some ground rules because you may not have been around for one of these before. We've done it before for Alex Jones. We have done an assessment of an Alex Jones rant. And this is really the key thing here, okay? This is what I need to stress. This is going to be a lot of fun, by the way. I watched this twice last night and I can't wait to watch it for a third time. There's so much to get into, but there are some ground rules here. Okay, so first of all, this is not about the the guy giving the rant necessarily. So, of course, you know this man. Uh, This is Steve Luckner, uh, formerly of RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting Network, and now of Agenda Free TV. Um... This is not about whether you like Steve Lookner or dislike Steve Lookner, okay? It's not about what you think, who you think he votes for, who he doesn't vote for, who he likes in politics. That has nothing to do with it. What we are discussing here, ladies and gentlemen, is the art of the rant itself. Try to put yourself in the mind of a judge in the Olympics, which has now been postponed for 12 months. Try to put your, yourself in the mind of a judge in the Olympics judging, say, the rhythmic gymnastics, okay? You're not judging the personality or whether or not you like the participant. You're judging the technique of the performance. So what we're looking for when we do one of these rant analyses is I'm looking for things like the timing of the rant, the tempo. Is there a story being told? Is it a slow burn rant or does he fly straight in? Are there peaks and troughs? You know, because Alex Jones's rant, uh, I think, are pure fucking art. And, you know, I'm not necessarily the world's best ranter myself, but I think if you ask OG listeners who have been around long enough that they'll say, you know, Boogs has got a good rant in him from time to time. But more than that, you know, I don't, in order to be a good jockey, I don't have to have been a good racehorse, right? So I'm good at assessing a rant artistically, and that's what we're doing here today. We're going to artistically assess the rant itself. So it's not about uh, Steve Lookner, the man. It's about Steve Lookner's performance as a ranter. Because for a long time, like I said, we've been looking for a challenger to Alex Jones. And I think today could be the day. We may have found ourselves... 
the man who can finally get to an Alex Jones level and surpass it with this rant that we are about to watch. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm not, they're incredibly big shoes to fill. So we'll see what happens to the art of the rant. I am a rant connoisseur. Thank you, Patriot Bill. Great way to put it. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll watch somebody that I completely disagree with do a rant and still appreciate the rant. You know what I mean? They could be ranting about how much they want to throw me into a gulag-style prison camp, how they want to shoot me in the head. As long as the rant has a certain level of artistic flair and application to it, I will sit back and go, that was a pretty fucking good rant. Well done. I do like that rant. Very good, sir. Because I'm an appreciator. I'm, a, I'm a, a fancier of a good rant. So... But let's, let's just do full disclosure here in case people come in late and they don't understand. You'll know the story. Um, I don't have a problem with Steve looking at whatsoever. Um, he's been around for a few years. I've watched, I'm not like an avid watcher. Like I don't, you know, watch, wait for him to go live and stuff. But whenever I have watched him in the past, I've never had a problem with him. I've always thought he's pretty good. Um, you know, I've always thought that he's pretty straight up and down. A lot of people have thoughts about him, like, oh, he's secretly hating different politicians and stuff. But to be fair, I was trying to think about when I've ever seen him do anything like this. I've never seen anything like what you're about to see. But when I have watched him before, like, I've never had a problem with him. But then I've never really watched him for political stuff. It's like if there's a hurricane or something, I'll put him on because he just gets like, he just uh, aggregates all of the reporting. You know, so if there was a flood, he, he did quite well on the Australian bushfires. He's been fine as far as I'm concerned. He's done a fine job. So, again, it's nothing against the guy personally. We are just assessing the quality of the rant. So, let's go, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Daily Boogie. We're going old school. The art of the rant with this uh, today's contestant, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Lookner. Let's have a look how he goes. Okay, well, um, I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, this is not an exaggeration. Th that was one of the most uh, genuinely frightening things I've ever seen in my life. Again, that nice. was one of the most genuinely frightening things nice. I've ever seen in my life. That yep. press briefing, and you might say, Steve, why was that press briefing one of the most genuinely frightening things you've seen in your life? Oh yeah, you can. So can you see already? I'm already excited at this point when I'm watching it for the first time because he's repeated his premise three times in about 22 seconds. Now, that indicates to me that there's a build-up happening within within Steve. Certain, certain chemicals are clashing in the brain. Certain emotions are starting to swell. And he start, like, he's already pissed, right? But he's doing his best. This is, this is, I think you'll find there are different types of rants like, if you take uh, Keith Olbermann, for example. Keith Olbermann can rant, but my main criticism of Keith Olbermann's rants from an artistic viewpoint is that he only has one gear. He only has one level. Right? He's, as soon as Keith goes rant, he's in rant mode. He, he can't build up to it. He can't adjust his tempo. He has no... Um, you know, it's not classical music. It's just thrash metal. Right? It's just... Bah, 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 bang, and then it's over. Alex Jones, on the other hand, can he can lead you in. He can entice you into the rant, into the eye of the storm. Then all fucking hell breaks loose, right? 
So this is a slow burn. It's already starting to swell inside him. He's already repeated the premise of the rant for a few a few times in about 20 seconds. It's at this point you realize, hang on, we're about to witness something special here. We are about to we are about to make history with this rant. So let's carry on. Well, what just happened is <clears throat> the president of the United States uh, just showed that he is deciding what to do about this pandemic, mm -hmm. not at all based on science. We now have uh, President Donald Trump. And again, just for those who are not familiar with what we're doing here, this isn't about Steve looking at the man. This is We are assessing the artistic quality of the rant itself. That also applies to the subject of the rant. You know, what he's ranting about, I'm not here to discuss the validity or the uh, illegitimate premise or otherwise of what he's ranting about. Uh, you know, I don't care what Donald Trump said necessarily. I only care how it's applied to how it's applied in the artistic form in the art of the rant. You, you see what I'm getting at here? So I'm, you guys could talk about whatever you want, but I'm only looking for, you know, does the rant pop? Does it adjust timing? Are there peaks? Are there troughs? Is he taking us on a journey? And right now, we've just kicked over the engine. We're just about to leave the driveway. We're just warming up. Is deciding what to do about the pandemic, not based on science and not based on what the doctors are saying. So, yes, he says he wants to, he says we're going to go back to work mm. uh, sooner than months yep. without even seeing how this is actually going, yep. without letting the thing play out and seeing how many people die mm -hmm. uh, and what the case numbers are. Um, but but he's, he's already made his decision. Uh, it's not a decision that any of the doctors who work for him agree with. Uh, uh, he was asked this numerous times mm -hmm. and, and had many chances to say that the doctors who work with him agree, and, and right. he never said that. Yep. Uh, Dr. Burks was asked point blank if she agreed with it, and she said she didn't. Ooh, well, no, she, she said she, she didn't say she did. She said we need to look at the data. Oh. But what's, what's clear, what is clear... Say... <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! I'm so excited. I love this because you know what's coming is going to be so fucking good. He's we're already into level two now, right? We're already into stage two here. You can tell you can tell that the rant is popping underneath, just underneath the surface. Like it's not going to take much for this explosion to take place. Little things you notice: the shifting in the chair, like this. Okay, like he can't get comfortable, and he's doing that thing that happens to me quite a bit. He's not finishing his sentences because you've got all these thoughts and they're all trying to race out at the same time, right? There was two points for changing pitches twice. Very good pickup, Patriot Bill. Exactly. Oh, Ambelina, I'm sorry. Um, can you go out and come back in or try to like close the app and reset it and come back in if it's if it's um, dropping out for you? Because I don't think it's on my end. I think it's on your end. So I don't know. So <laughs> He's starting sentences without finishing them and then starting the next sentence again. And you know, like I said, this happens to me because I'm, I've got so many thoughts trying to all come out at the same time that you're not able to regulate as appropriately as you otherwise would because you're, you know, it's all bubbling, right? So he's sta it's starting to get that way already. I'm so excited. I love this. I love this guy. I see you in hell. Uh, is that President Trump is doing what he wants and he's not basing it, he's not using science. See, see what I mean? He's not, he could have said he's not basing it on science, but his brain is processing so many things at the same time because he's in rant mode 
He's not basing it. He, he's not using science. It's starting to happen. We're starting to warm up. Um, he, he, he's not addressing. I mean, you know, what you need to do, if you're going to make a decision. See? <laughs> that, that's always a telltale sign that a rant is incoming. Decision on, on whether to go back to work. Mm -hmm. You need to decide um, how many people are going to die. This is so good. Die. Uh, how many people are going to die from the virus? How many people are going to die because they can't get treatment because the hospitals are overwhelmed? Yep. Uh, what kind of, aside from people dying, mm. how, many, how many people are going to be in the hospital on ventilators and suffering from this, right? So, so you actually have to figure out if you're going to make an informed decision on, on a trade-off, you got to know what one side of the trade is. Uh, I, President Trump has stopped. He's not using science to tell him what the cost will be. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not listening to what the doctors recommend uh, at all. He has just decided personally, based on nothing, based... Oh, yeah. Can you see? Can you <laughs> There's now... It's very slight. You have to pay very close attention. But he's starting to hit the start of the words when he's talking about, like, he, obviously the the source of outrage for this particular rant is Donald Trump, okay? He's starting to hit the beginning of words a little more, with a little more edge, right, than the other words that he's talking about when he's thinking of Trump. So if Trump, like, says, like, uh, uh, you need to calculate the, the amount of people who are going to be dying from this. And and President Trump, right? It's very slight, but it's there. It's very slight, but it's there. <laughs> because when he's talking about President Trump, his world is going dark, right? Because the rant has taken over him now. He doesn't know it yet. But the rant, the, the the dark clouds of the rant, the shadow of the rant has begun to cast a, a you know a, a shadow over him and his soul. Right, he is no longer in control of his own faculties. The rant is starting to take over. It's the devil on your shoulder. Why don't you Why don't you tell him what you really think, Steve? You know you've been keeping this all inside you for a long time. I think the people deserve to know. You know, you've had a problem with this guy for a long time. I think he's fucking with you. I don't think he respects you as a broadcaster. You know, it's about time that you told the people what's really going on here. Don't hold back, Steve. Let them know what you really think. <laughs> and, 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 and Trump, uh, he's not basing this on, on, on science. Yeah, that's right. He's not basing it on anything, is he, Steve? Huh? He's not doing anything like that. You tell him what you really think, Steve. Don't you hold back on me now, son. <laughs> Based on no science, he has decided uh, this is this is what we're gonna do. This is what, so so he has decided uh, uh, about a uh, trade-off uh. where he's not using science to understand one side of the trade-off, mm -hmm. and therefore you can't understand it. So See, on any other occasion, Luckner would be able to describe what he just described there much more succinctly and much more articulately, right? But this is the power of the rant. It 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 intoxicates you. It, it changes your method. It changes the way that your brain works. Because you're no longer in control. The rant is now driving the Ferrari. You're in the back seat. You are a passenger of your own faculties at this point. So he's making a decision about whether we should do A or B without even understanding what B is. And that's really that's really what a good rant is about. And he literally just said, 
I mean, we just go watch it again. Uh, this is something that the doctors, the public health officials, uh, don't recommend. And he doesn't care. Uh, he was asked, if the doctors recommend X, will you do X? And he said, well, I'm going to listen to a bunch of people. So, so, so we now have, and then he's talking about the- I see there, there's that telltale side again. <laughs> Stopping halfway through a sentence and starting another sentence, it can't get out quickly enough. The rant is now at the back of the throat. It is popping in his throat. His throat is expanding. He cannot control it. He cannot even finish a sentence before starting the next one. The words, the fuel, the outrage are all, they're all cramming up. They're damning at the back of the throat and fighting each other to get out in a stream of consciousness, right? I love this so much. I love this. <laughs> the mortality rates, um, and bliss was, look, whatever you think about President Trump, he knows jack shit about, uh, about, he knows jack shit about the science. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Before this, I've never heard looking a swear ever. Like I said, I'm not a big watcher of his channel. I've never had a problem with him. I still don't have a problem with him. Uh, I don't care like what he's angry about. I don't care who he likes or dislikes. We are just assessing the artistic quality of the rant itself, not the not the not the substance of the rant, just how it how it works. Does it pop? Does it flow? Does it have rhythm? Does it build up? Does it slow down? Is he taking us on a journey? Is he is the rant telling us a story? That's what I'm looking for. I've never heard him swear. <laughs> and what you're about to see, ladies and gentlemen, because he's just put it, he's just let loose he's just he's just uh taken the dog off the chain there in that moment i think that's the moment where the rant takes full control of the steering wheel right in that moment where he's like this guy knows jack shit about science it's in that moment where the rant is now driving 100 and steve is now in the trunk of the car gagged with a sock in his mouth <laughs> shut the hell up i got this in that very moment. That's when it happens. So Lady Fritzer was in the chat before and she was saying the fact that he's so nerdy looking adds to it. I agree. What you're about to see, I think this is what gives this rant an extra special quality that you won't find with an Alex Jones. Because I've you would never normally hear Lookna swear, right? And I mean, look at the setup here, right? He's set up like a corporate news outlet. Okay. He's got the Chiron down the bottom. He's got the little logo. He's got the, you know, the standard news style blue screen set up. He's wearing the business shirt and a tie, right? This is essentially, um, you know, a lifted corporate news style set on new media. So what you're about to see clashes with that imagery, right? Now, if you hear Alex Jones rant, you expect Alex Jones to rant. Alex isn't trying to be corporate media. Alex is being Alex. So when Alex says, you know, motherfucker, when he swears, I fucking hate it. You, it's not a shock to the system, so to speak. This is akin to, you know, what you're about to see would be like seeing the blooper reels of a corporate news station and the guy's just there swearing and unloading on somebody. And then when the, when the camera comes back on, it's like, welcome back to the 6.30 news contrast yes exactly henry st george tucker bumper in the chat it's the contrast of what you expect to see versus what you're about to see and this this rant is about to pop shit is about to get lit ladies and gentlemen 
Okay, he knows jack shit about this, and he's up there in front of America uh, making decisions without science. Yep, I, I love this so much. That is one of the most genuinely frightening things I've seen. I've got a dad in a fucking nursing home. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! When I when I was watching this last night, when that happened, I was on the floor. Because, like I said, I've never heard I've never even heard him swear before. <laughs> I've got a dad in a fucking nursing home. Whoa! Don't don't oh, don't worry, don't worry. It's about to get a whole lot better. <laughs> uh, making decisions. <laughs> Give me in the chats like, oh, the f bomb. Damn, Steve. <laughs> Without science. That one, that that one second there, without look, you can see the rage bubbling. You can see the rage, the fires of hell burning behind his eyes. Right? You know that there is a demon beast that is about to be unleashed on the internet, and I'm so fucking excited at this point. That is one of the most genuinely frightening things I've seen. I've got a dad in a fucking nursing home. My father's in a fucking nursing home, and he might die because this <laughs> jackass who doesn't know anything is not listening to scientists. Spe see, special note, special, special note, the fucking, <laughs> the foam, ladies and gentlemen. He's literally foaming in the mouth, and that's like, that's extra points for artistic quality. I know, I know, it's kind of a prop. It's kind of a prop. Because generally what we're assessing here is, you know, the technique and the artistic quality of the rant itself, not necessarily the little added extra bonuses that people try to throw in to get extra points. But on this occasion, I don't know. Press one in the chat if you're willing to grant Steve extra points for the, the spittle on the chin on this occasion. Or press two in the chat if you think that we shouldn't be awarding extra points. It's not going to be a lot of points, but I would hate for the extra point applied to the spittle to be given at the end and have that be the thing that pushes him over the line. Like, I don't want it to be a controversial talking point at the end of when we judge the quality of the rant. So if you think he deserves an extra couple of points for the spittle, press one. If you think, no, 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 we're just focusing on the timing and the technique of the words, then press two. I see a lot of ones in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. People are prepared to break the rules. People, see, that's very good. Very good. I knew you would. I knew you would. I knew you would see the value in it. I would never normally award points for Spittle, but on this occasion, I think that it's only fair. I think he's earned it. So well done. All right. It's 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 not going to be no points for f bombs. Not necessarily um, f bombs in the context of how they're used. Perhaps are the f bombs effective in conveying the power of the rant? That's how you need to think about it. You know, words are just vehicles to get uh, ideas from one place to another. So this, Ben's saying the spittle takes it to the next level. I, I tend to agree. But, you know, it's not, like I said, it's not going to be a whole bunch of points that we give him for spittle. It's probably only going to be one or two, which in the context of the entire judging procedure, it's probably not going to be enough to change the result. But I think it's just, it's a worthy mention, right? It's the phlegm bombs that are ideal. <laughs> Volker Bradley, thank you for joining us. My dad, my mom is 79. She might die because this fucking jackass has been saying it's a hoax for two months. Yes, this f 
fucking jackass. Woo! <laughs> yes, 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 I love this so much. <laughs> See, I, I curse a bit on this show, you know. I often get people get in touch with me and say that they would watch this show. They, they say they love what I do except for the cursing, so they can't watch it. And I'm like, well, that's a fucking shame, you know. Um, so I, I get it, you know. But here's the difference, right? <laughs> Look at the setup here. The Chiron, the, uh, the runner down the bottom, the logo, the world news style blue screen. Yes, good. Let the hate flow through you. Thank you for joining us, Joey G. Thank you for the diamond. She says, toilet tissue hasn't killed me yet. Well, you hang in there, kiddo. You, ha you hang in there, sport. Thank, Thank you for coming. I'll I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Amberlita says, I can't wait to see him rip his tie off and throw it. <laughs> you get muted on his show for cursing. Is that right? Uh, so, but here's the thing, like, I'm not trying to do a corporate news style program here. You, you know what I mean? So my cursing isn't out of character. It's not out of sync with anything that I'm doing here. Like, I mean, look around you, like, look what, look at how we're running this operation. I'm not trying to imitate a corporate media style presentation. So I can say, oh, fuck this motherfucker. It's not going to make any difference on for this program though. For agenda-free TV, he is trying to imitate the, at least the style of a corporate media presentation. <laughs> this fucking jackass, my fucking dad is in a nursing home. This fucking jackass doesn't know shit about science. <laughs> it's the, whoa, whoa. Dude, you, you're, tr you're trying to present, you know, a very professional, very polished, very clean broadcast here. See, that for me deserves extra points for the rant. That for me is another couple of points on the rant total because it's breaking character. That's how powerful the rant is, right? And listening to no science and nothing he does is based on science. So I could lose my- He's listening to no science and nothing he does is based on science. My fucking dad is in a nursing home. My mother is 79 years old. She might fucking die because this fucking jackass. <laughs> now, I also, I also like this shit too. The finger pointing. I want you to pay special attention to how the finger is used here because this is going to be key. This is going to be the finger is like it's like the uh, the maestro in front of the classical music ensemble, right? Waving his wand, in, you know, in order to indicate where the peaks and the troughs in the musical piece should be. The finger is acting like the conductor. Pay, pay, pay special attention to the finger and how it's guiding the emotional subtext of the rant. And I love the fact that he brought up his father who might, who's in a fucking nursing home, quote. Uh, he brought up his mother who might, quote, fucking die. If you can apply a little bit of personal touch to the rant, I think that that gives you extra power. I think that you can get something from deep within you if you apply your own personal circumstances 
and add that into the you know into the mix of the brand. <laughs> Henry St. George Tucker Bumper. It's pitchfork energy. <laughs> So he's drawing on personal experience. When he's displaying, when he's articulating his hatred of this particular situation, it's actually coming from a place of love for his parents, right? And that makes it powerful. That's where the energy comes from. So I love this. I love this. I'm so excited. We haven't even started yet. Listening to no science and nothing he does is based on science. So I could lose my parents, shit, I could get this and I could die. Yep. And you know what? You know what? If he stood up there, if he stood up there and he had a chart and he said, and he said, look, this isn't about his po- I love the I love the repeating. I, I just did it then myself because I'm so fucking excited, you see? If he's if he said, if he said, if he said, if he if he if he just got up there. Cause again, there's so much trying to come out at once. The rant is in full control here. We are now officially unhinged, ladies and gentlemen. We are now officially on Starship Lukna. We are now officially out of fucking control. We are flying through the asteroid field. At any moment, a rock could come flying into the cockpit and wipe us the fuck out. We don't know. We don't know what's coming next. <laughs> 10K Veritas, thank you for joining us. Thank you for the diamond, sir. It's like someone called him Fredo or something. Policy. If he stood up there and he said, "Look, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you exactly um, how, what the benefits and what the costs are. Mm -hmm. What the benefits and what the costs are of the repeating, the repeating each side." And he had economists and scientists, and they literally went down. If he did that and he said, "Look, I genuinely think we should go back to work in two weeks because yes, there's all these terrible costs." Uh, of going back to work, but it's 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 not as it's 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 uh, outweighed by the. Oh yeah, the power. There's too much. He can't control the beast. He's trying to get a lasso onto the beast of the rant, and the rant is just chewing through the rope. Not yet, not yet, Steve. It's it's like it's like uh it's like the Hulk, right? You know, deep down inside him. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is trying to get control of the Hulk, and the Hulk is like, no, Steve Weak. Steve Weak, man. Hulk angry. <laughs> Look, so there's Steve, who is like the normal nice guy on Agenda Free TV, and then there is Hulkner, the blue beast. No, Steve Weak. My dad is in fucking nursing home. This fucking jackass. Shut up, Steve, weak little baby. <laughs> I take control now. I run the show now. <laughs> Stuttering John wondered where he went. <laughs> Don't make Luca angry. And fuck, fuck, in a fucking nursing home. This fucking jackass. The benefits of going back to work, that's different. But that's not what this guy is doing. This jackass for two months yeah. ha has been using no science at all. Yeah. He's taught. This is somebody. Look at the pointing down. Like, it's like a fucking hip hop video, right? <laughs> Look at the way he's pointing. It's like, and this motherfucker over here, he come, he come fucking step into me, motherfucker. I'll pop a cap in your ass, bitch. 
because he like if you see the finger right the way he's using the finger he's not like pointing it at your chest yet he's not giving you like one of these ones he's actually doing like the you know the way like the homeboys fucking hold the guns sideways and point them down at their dick like what the what the fuck are you on my fucker huh huh yo what you talking about Holmes huh you motherfucker <laughs> Like I said, the fingers are the fingers are key here. The fingers are actually giving you an insight as to where the the energy of this rant is coming from. Have a look again. Terrible costs uh, of going back to work, but it's 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 not as it's 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 uh, it's outweighed by the benefits of going back to work. That's different. But that's not what this guy is doing. This jackass, jackass. for two months ha has been using no science at all. He's taught, this is somebody who's dealing with a scientific issue. That you need science to understand it, and he's not using science, okay? That's what he's doing. So now, my parents might get killed. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Let me explain why that line is so beautiful. Let me explain to you why that line itself is so indicative of just how much energy is burning away in this rant. Like, this is a fucking nuclear weapon that's going off in his breadbasket right now. Because if you if you noted, right, earlier in the rant, he said, my parents might fucking die. Now, that's a lot different in application to my parents might get killed. You see, it's, it's very slight. It's a very subtle thing. But I think it's showing you the state of mind, right? Think about it. Like, if you say that somebody died, what do you think of? You think of maybe like, you know, somebody old peacefully passing away in their sleep. If you hear somebody got killed you think of like a violent, sudden ending, right? You see what I'm getting at here? The emotional, um, the, the cognitive environment that you are creating between using those two different words are very, very different. You know, my parents might die is one thing. My parents might get killed is a totally, it's a totally different branch of thought. Because yes, exactly, Nova Moon, Trump is going to kill my parents. <laughs> It's not they might die because of something Trump did. No, no, no. It's applying direct responsibility. No, that if he they didn't die because of something Trump did. Trump killed them. You see what I'm getting at here? And again, that just shows you like the emotional state that we're in right now. And that I think again is another sign that the rant is actually in control of this. Like the rant is now driving this fucking starship Lookner through the asteroid field. He has no he has no official control. He is Mark Ruffalo somewhere, you know, deep inside the Hulk. He cannot regain control of this beast. That's what he's doing. So now my parents might get killed because this idiot refuses to listen to science. And he's not basing his choices on any of it. Mm -hmm. Fauci's not there anymore. Uh, I, I hope Dr. Burks is happy, is happy that she just trashed her whole reputation. Oh, oh. Because now he's dragged. Now we're expanding the strike zone. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
We're expanding the strike zone. We're expanding the hit, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't. We've bombed the, the village, right, where we think that the the perpetrator is, and now we're now we've now turned to the surrounding villages. And it's like, well, maybe one of them got away. Maybe we need to hit that guy too. Maybe that guy needs a little bit of anthrax. Maybe that guy needs a little bit of bio weapon in his life. But you know, it's look. Go read it. There's plenty of articles. You can get. You can find them. Uh, he's he. Nothing he's... Oh, the, the shakes? <laughs> the, the rant has so much power. There's so much electricity in that fucking studio right now. It's like he's got fucking Parkinson's disease. <laughs> he's doing his favorite. He's doing his best Michael J. Fox impression. <laughs> the words can't come. There's so much power buzzing through his literal body. He can't even sit still. His muscles have gone into involuntary spasms. This is a powerful rant, ladies and gentlemen. This is next level. <laughs> See, let me let me get serious with you right now. When we've covered Alex Jones rants in the past, I think you can all agree that Alex is Alex is a he's very good. Alex has the ability to let the rant go, but he's always somewhat in control of it, right? Even when Alex, like, except for maybe one or two occasions in his entire career, when Alex rants, he lets the dog, he gives the dog more chain to run on, but he never takes it off the leash. You know what I mean? Alex can bring the rant to heel when he has to. We've we've covered Alex Jones rants on this show in the same, you know, in the same way assessing the quality and the artistic method of the rant. Because Alex can go, and these motherfuckers, they're, they're running around. We've got intergalactic demons are infesting our children. And then he just instantaneously stops dead in his tracks. He's like, now you listen to me for one second here, because this is serious. And like, he brings it right back down. You know, it, it can go, it can be fire. It can be fury. It can be going way over the top. I see you in hell. It can be going way over the top. And then when Alex wants to regain control of the rant, he can like that. He can bring it right back and he can just go straight back into conversational tone. This rant, however, like I said before, this rant has so much power. This rant has so much energy that it's like, like I said, it's like he's got Parkinson's disease. He can't control his, his muscles are spasming. He is shaking left to right. He has no control over this rant. This rant is in control. Steve is just a passenger. Reputation. Watch the shakes. But you know, it's look. Go read it. There's it, plenty of it. articles. You can look. Look at him. Look at him shaking. Yeah, you can find them. Uh, he's he. Nothing he says. You know, it's like he's not going to even wait to see what the virus does. Uh, love it. He doesn't talk at all about the people dying. I, I love this. It's just he's not listening to science, and he's just making it up. <laughs> the laugh is key. The laugh is key because, again, that's another indicator that he's not in control of this rant. If somebody's angrily ranting in your face, right, that's one thing. That little laugh shows me, like, He's giving up. Like, he's he's not just angry ranting at this point. It's like he's giving up on the world because it's like, 
let me show you something. Let me tell you. Let me put this into perspective for you. I'm going to give you two very short one-sentence rants, and I want you to tell me which one of them sounds more crazy, more out of control. Okay? <coughs> Pardon me. So my dad is in a fucking nursing home. My mom might fucking die. My parents might get killed because this jackass doesn't know science. Okay, that's the first. That's the first one. Now listen to this. My dad is in a fucking nursing home. My mother might fucking die. My parents might get killed because this jackass doesn't know science. I mean, <laughs> you see, you see what I'm doing? When you put the laugh on the end of it, all of a sudden we are going from angry rant into joker rant. So you see, because my parents might get killed the way the way you treat people you don't listen to science you need me <laughs> my dad is in, my dad is in a fucking nursing home my mom might get fucking killed cuz this jackass doesn't listen to science <laughs> you need me <laughs> it's next level isn't it it doesn't make it so much fucking better doesn't it make it so much better? I love this. And and that's the laugh at the end. It's just like, ah, oh, yeah, he gets points for that. That's how we're doing policy. And people are cool with that. Cool with it. This next moment is where we go. This next moment is where we go from average everyday internet rant, which, you know, they're a fucking dime a dozen. Um, there are so many common street trash, white trash rants on the internet. Uh, there's a reason that we only save this segment for very special occasions, and it's a, it's the reason why Alex Jones, up until this point, has been the undisputed champion of the rant because he's just so good at it. But there's a reason why I wanted to bring this rant to your attention because this is the moment, ladies and gentlemen, where remember we talked about the concept of expanding the strike zone? So we've bombed the village and now we're bombing the surrounding caves. This is the point of the rant where he turns his attention to you, the audience. <laughs> Which is always a very, very, very uh, wise thing for somebody who's trying to present a corporate media style broadcast to do. Is when they're finished ranting about their specific target to then turn the attention to the people who are watching the rant and start pointing the finger at them. It's a, it's a bold strategy when we're talking about the rant. If you're just joining us, I see uh, Teddy Spaghetti. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. A couple of people have come in a little late. Uh, what we're doing here is we're assessing the artistic quality of Lukner's rants. It's not really about, we're not talking about him, the person, whether we like him or dislike him, that's irrelevant. We're not talking about the subject matter of what he's angry about, that's irrelevant. What we're looking for here is the technique and the method of the rant. How is it being deployed? Thank you for the diamond, KB. Thank you so much. So we're looking for things like the timing, the structure, the tempo, the emotion, you know, the artistic flair of the rant itself. Not necessarily whether we agree or disagree with what the rant's about. That's immaterial to us here. We don't care about that. We just want to. We just want to assess what the rant is, and is it good or is it not good? And so far, let me tell you, it's good. It's fucking good. It's a good rant. 
See, April in the chat saying, I love Steve. I watch him often. That's fine. This isn't about whether we like Steve or we dislike Steve. We're, what we're doing here is assessing the quality of the rant as an artistic exercise, like as a rhetorical analysis, if you will. So my, my uh, personal view on Steve Lookner is completely immaterial here. I am an unbiased judge at the rhythmic gymnastics. And, you know, the Chinese gymnast has come out. And, you know... <coughs> thank you for coming. See you in hell. The Chinese gymnast has come out at the Olympics. And, you know, she's about 12 years old. She's taking hormone blockers. She's taking steroids. She's probably got the coof. But I'm not going to judge her on those things. I'm not going to judge her on anything that her country might have done. I'm not going to judge her on whether or not I like China. I'm going to watch her performance and judge her. And she might win the fucking gold medal. If she throws the ribbon in the right way, if she brings us on a journey, if she brings us on a, an artistic journey, she's going to get top points. And that's what we're doing here when we assess the quality of Steve's rant. Is he, is he bringing us along for the ride? Are we strapped in? Is he is he creating as a memory for us? <laughs> is he bringing us on a fucking journey? The journey of the rant. So let's carry on. This is not about. This is where he turn. This is where the attention starts to go to you, the audience. Which again, it's a very bold strategy in the rant world, because you're probably bound to piss off people who will then they will disengage from the rant. See, the whole point of a rant is to bring people in is to have that energy, to bring people to get really hyper-focused about what you're saying. When you make the move, it's only an expert play. When you turn the attention of the rant to the audience, right, and you start ranting at them, I don't know, it's, it's a risky thing to do, right? It's a very risky move. If it works, you look like a fucking superstar. It, it's like the Hail Mary pass in the Super Bowl, man. If it doesn't work, you could be walking off the field with your tail between your legs and your head down, holding your helmet, tears streaming down your face, going, how the fuck did we lose that? Oh, I know. It's when we called the audience motherfuckers. <laughs> so, it's a, yeah, it's a Chad move, exactly. <laughs> Chad King. <laughs> about what, this is not about whether he chooses A or B. This is about how he's making his choice. And he's, baking, he's making his choice. Bake, bake him away, toys. On garbage. This utter fucking moron oh. who's an idiot, oh. who's not using any science and basing all these decisions on garbage. <laughs> now, again, I'm not necessarily won over by um, action. I'm more generally run, won over by just audio because I like to try and take the visuals out of it. But he is using that. Remember, I was talking about the finger pointing earlier. He is using the finger very effectively here. And I will give an extra couple of points for pointing to himself when he's saying fucking idiot, fucking moron, like pointing to his own brain, which is, again, not a move that I would make. You know, I, I wouldn't want to make that association, but he's going for it, man. He's fearless. He's fearless. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very close thing, isn't it? It's a very tight thing. It's a very fine line between... Being reckless and being fearless, isn't it? Like if it works, he's fearless. He's a hero. If it doesn't work, he's reckless. But this is this rant is all about breaking the rules, man. He's breaking every rant rule in the book. And again, I fucking love it. And he's baking he's making his choice on garbage. Thank you for the Diamond Angel Sos. Thank you for joining us.
This utter fucking moron, moron. Who's, an idiot, who's an idiot, who's not using any science and basing all these decisions on garbage is just saying what he wants and deciding what to do on the prayer of the moment. This isn't about what he's choosing to do. It's about how he's choosing to do it. Nice. Again, nice distinction. this isn't about what he's choosing to do and how he's choosing to do it. And I don't care what fucking party you are. Here we go. And I don't care if you're a fucking go. Democrat or Republican. Yes. If you... F yes, the po he's pointing at you. He's talking about you, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ah, oh, yes. And you, you motherfuckers... <laughs> My dad's in a fucking nursing home. My mom might get fucking killed because this fucking jackass doesn't know anything about science. This fucking moron who's an idiot. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, you're a motherfucker too. <laughs> like I said, it's a risky play, man. Oh. Oh, Lord, have mercy. What a risky play there in the rant game. From Steve Lookner, Starship Lookner. Me? <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti. <laughs> Are you talking to me? <laughs> yes, he's talking to you, you motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> fucking sit up there and there's a fucking pandemic going on yeah. and you're yep. deciding what to fucking do yep. uh, based on jack shit and you're not listening to science and you're just a crazy person ranting and raving <laughs> a little bit of irony dashed in there Big fans of irony on the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Because, you know, there are different styles of rant. Like I said earlier, I'm not... I don't I don't claim to be a, a, a world beater. I don't claim to be a superstar at ranting. But the OG listeners in the audience will probably tell you, if they're being honest, over the last couple of years, they've probably seen a couple of pretty really good rants from me. But my approach to my rants when I approach it, it's a it's a completely different ball game. Like I'm not the really the screaming finger pointing type. That's not generally how I rant. Uh, my rants tend to be intense and dark without going over the top in terms of delivery. Like I could rant in this kind of in this tone of voice. Like if this was me, and again, I'm not trying. Like this rant is far better than anything I could have done. But just the way I have to approach my rants, my rants would be more like, this fucking jerk doesn't know a thing about science. My dad is in a goddamn fucking nursing home. And if you're sitting at home and you don't understand this, then I'm sorry, you're a piece of shit. Like, that's, it's going to be more like that. So I'm always appreciative of somebody who's willing to just go with it. To just, to just let go. And let the rant decide. Yes, yours are martyr rants, <laughs> says Piper O'Hara. I'll see you in hell. Yours are martyr rants. This, but this rant, this is an out of control. This is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde rant. This is an incredible Hulk rant. And, you know, I've got nothing but, like, tip of the hat, man. I've got nothing but respect for this kind of ranting because it's. I know it's something that I can never do. 
using your whims to decide what to do. I don't care what the fuck you say you're doing. That is bullshit, and that's gonna and, and I will never support that. I oh, I forgot to I forgot the, the point of that. So because he's letting go, before he's letting because he's letting loose, because he's letting the land do uh, the land the rant do the talking. Feeling Froggy says, yes, you do it in the serial killer stalker way. That, thank you. That's a, that's an amazing compliment. Thank you so much. I genuinely mean that. If people think my rants are like a serial killer stalker kind of rant, then I'm, I'm more than happy to take that. I will wear that as a badge of honor. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I love that. So, so a huge risk to being taken here by describing in the middle of this rant, now that we know that the rant is in control, now we know that it's a kind of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of rant. Now we know it's the kind of rant where you just need to sit back in your own being and be a passenger while you let the Hulk fight the army. At that point, ladies and gentlemen, it is so risky to then describe the, the subject of the rant itself as being an out of control crazy person. <laughs> Because the layers of irony that have to be applied to that. Again, it's an expert play, but like we said, he's breaking all the rules tonight. He is breaking all the rules. He's going for it. He's going for the end zone. He's trying to drive to win this fucking Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. He wants to take the title from Alex. And I've got to be fair, at this point, he's looking good. He's looking good. What he's choosing to do and how he's choosing to do it. And I don't care what fucking party you are. And I don't care if you're a fucking Democrat or Republican. If you fucking sit up you. there and there's a fucking pandemic going on and you're deciding what to fucking do uh, based on jack shit and you're not listening to science and you're just a crazy person ranting and raving using your whims to decide what to do i don't care what the fuck you say you're doing that is bullshit and that's gonna and, and i will never support that i don't care whether you're a democrat or you're a republican you have a jackass who knows nothing who's basing his decisions on nothing it's not about the policies it's how he's choosing the policies and he is choosing these policies based on jack shit Nice. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Isn't it good? Like, I just, I just appreciate this so much. I love this so much. I love this guy. I've become even a bigger fan of Steve Lookin' than I was before. I didn't know he had it in him. This is passion to me. This is raw energy. And I love the pointing of the finger. Remember, I told you the pointing of the finger is key, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, it's like the little guy in the bar pointing you in the chest, right? He's, he's giving you that finger in the chest. You motherfucker, you jackass. He's like, because he's, it's like, it's almost like the next line is going to be, let's take this outside. Let's take this to the car park. Piper Ohio says he hasn't made one single point. Again, that's kind of a moot point. You don't have to make good points. We're, we're just discussing the artistic quality of the rant. <laughs> it's not about the points that he's making. It's about how he's making the non-points. He's using no science. He's getting no advice. He's, he's basing it on no good advice. He's just deciding what to do based on his fucking whims. Fucking whims. Fucking whims. <laughs> the extra emphasis. The extra, he's uh, Tyrone Watermelon. Thank you for joining us, sir. He's a pencil neck nerd. I love this shit, little. Uh, I love this shit. He is way better like this. I couldn't agree more. Exactly. Put sticking his finger in your chest, you motherfucker. <laughs> and I love the extra emphasis. That's a great pause. I love the extra emphasis, like the extra passion. The the curses, the curse words have, uh, they're dripping with authenticity. 
because he's not saying uh, he's just deciding on a fucking whim. He's like, he's just deciding on a fucking whim, fucking whim. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's extra power behind it. There's extra oomph. It's like at the baseball when a guy when a guy really connects. You know, when you hear that pop off the bat and it echoes around the stadium. And even though the stadium's really loud and people are chanting and stuff, you can still hear that perfect pop, that perfect timing. And that ball is, that ball is out of here. Deep over the right field, right? The way he's delivering the fuck, it's not just a regular fuck. This fucking, the, the timing is exquisite. It's beautiful. It's like music to me. This is like listening to Miles Davis with a, with a fine wine and a cigar in a smoke-filled room, dimly lit. It's just, I'm just going to say it, it's fucking perfection. Fucking perfection. He's just deciding what to do based on his fucking whims. Fucking whims. So I don't care. <laughs> ben gave Veritas a chat. I just want to shake his hand. You couldn't even say anything, could you? You just, you would have to go up to him after this rant and say, sir, that was beautiful. <laughs> I want you to meet my family. <laughs> what he decides to do. We have somebody running the country in a fucking pandemic. A fucking That's pandemic. only going to be getting worse. And he's just not listening to anyone. And he hasn't even read anything on this. It's just all garbage. In the <laughs> He's, he's starting he's starting to like bring in the extra elements now so he's now starting to act out how he's feeling with the hands so you, you watch very carefully what the hands are doing he's got little jazz hands going he's pointing this is it's now the rant is now it's transmorphing from a an oral a, a primarily oral experience this is now a whole body experience this is like a whole body every sinew in his being is now completely on board for this rant. Every bone, every fiber, every nerve ending is now 100% completely in tune with one another. <laughs> the rant has taken full control over his motor systems. Now, now every muscle in his body is in of itself becoming an artistic representation of the rant. It's fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. It is fucking amazing listening to anyone and he hasn't even read anything on this it's just all garbage in there and he's basing it on jack shit god damn it's one of the fucking most frightening things i've ever seen what i just saw <laughs> you got a person who's this person is making decisions that are, that, that are affecting like he's doing he's doing italian style hand movements at this point you know the stereotype they always say you coming I'll see you in hell. You know, the, the stereotype they say is like Italians always speak with their hands. I don't know. Maybe Lukner's got some Italian in him that because this rant is so raw, this rant is so genetically pure, and maybe he's going back like generate hundreds. He might be going back 10 generations to find one Italian grandfather deep in his ancestral line who is now coming out in this rant. Because the hand signals there, he looks he looks like an old Italian guy who's running a pizzeria, who's getting angry at, at the urban kids who were standing out the front of his store. It's fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Hundreds of millions of people, and he's basically... 
Uh, Piper Ohio in the chat says, uh, she says, I had a little Italian in me last week. Oh, what was his name? <laughs> Think it on nothing. He's basing it on how he feels. So whatever you think of the policies, he's just basing it on whatever he feels like. Hmm. But it ain't based on science. It ain't, I'll tell you. it ain't based on science, I tells ya. That's beautiful to me. Say, say again, there are so many layers to this rant. There's so much art here. He's now changing his grammatical approach. He's now dipping in and out of different characters, ladies and gentlemen. He just went into like a 1950s black and white movie style gangster. It's amazing to me. This is such a good rant. You know, because normally he would say he's not basing it on science. He's not basing it on science, I'll let you know. But he didn't say he's not basing it on science, I'll let you know. He said, it ain't science, I tells you. Well, listen here, officer, I know. I don't know nothing, okay? I don't know nothing. Uh, don't blame me. It's not my fault. I didn't see nothing around here, huh? <laughs> Come on, is he basing it on science? You know what's going on here, Muggsy. Muggsy, I know you know that with that. I know you know how the whole fucking deal went down. Don't you how don't you hold on to me, you little piece of shit. Is he basing this on science? Look, look, I don't know what he's basing it on. He might be basing it on a whole bunch of things, all right, officer? But it ain't science, I tells ya. I don't know nothing, I tells ya. It's beautiful. Same thought, but each time it's said he offers something new to the rant. Exactly, right? <laughs> it just, he keeps surprising us. This is an onion. Layers. Layers. You that it ain't based on science. It ain't based on science, I tells ya. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So <laughs> now, this is the moment of the rant where this is probably my favorite part. Let me let me give you a little tip on ranting. For the for the young ranters out there. Again, I don't claim to be a superstar. I don't claim to be a Hall of Famer. I think I could probably coach you in ha into how to deliver a good rant, um, even if I may not be the world's best ranter myself. As a famous football coach once said, I didn't know, because uh, I, I think it was Jose Mourinho who said it, who's one of the most famous coaches of soccer in the world. And he was asked, um, do you think that there's any problem becoming a really good coach if you weren't a really good player? And he replied by saying, I didn't know that in order to be a jockey, I must first be a horse, right? So just because I'm not like, I haven't won any championships when it comes to ranting. No, no, see Froggy, he's calming down a little. No, this is, this is the point I'm getting at. So here's a tip for the young ranters out there. You do, you need an off ramp. You need an exit strategy. And the best ranters, this is where I think Lukner is going to lose points. At this point, he's very he's very close to Alex, but Alex will plan the rant as much as you can plan a rant. Like I said, Alex is always somewhat in control, even if it appears that he's not. He lets it go out of control, but he can always bring it back. When you're ranting, you need to have an exit strategy. You need to have an off-ramp. And if you are aware of yourself, if you're self-aware enough during the rant, you will identify a moment where the, the rant naturally comes to an end, right? Like you'll, you'll finish, it'll be like five minutes, 10 minutes or whatever. You'll make a final point and you might think, you'll think to yourself, okay, that's a powerful place to end the rant, right? That's a powerful place for the rant to finish. 
it's kind of like a really nice dessert. You don't want to keep ordering a really nice dessert over and over again because by the time you get to your fourth or fifth helping of that piece of cheesecake, you're going to end up hating the cheesecake. It's going to make you feel bloated. It's going to make you feel full. You'll wish that you didn't have any. You don't want that kind of effect in a rant. You want the rant to end. You want to leave it, leaving the people leave it wanting more, right? So you need to have a good exit strategy and off-ramp that you can identify in the rant where you say to yourself, okay, this is where the rant ends. I'm getting off. It's time to cycle down. <laughs> now, you can you can end, you can end the rant abruptly, which is my personal favorite, and just, you know, cut to something else entirely. That's the that's the way I generally like to go. Or you can begin to bring the revolutions. You can begin to warm the engine down. Just cool it down just a little bit. It's like doing a stretch after a race. You don't want to get cramps. <laughs> So you stretch after the race to make sure that you're going to be able to walk away. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a mic drop kind of guy. That's just what I personally like. But other people can do the, the wind down, the slow wind down over a couple of minutes. Now, what we're, we're about to see here is, I think, the inexperience of Lukner when it comes to the rand. Because he's going to repeatedly try to stop the rand, and the rand is going to repeatedly keep coming back. <laughs> And that, that to me is like a rookie mistake. That's a rookie error, a rookie play. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not in control of the rant enough to be able to stop it when he wants. The rant is still driving him. The rant is still in control of the starship. The rant, it, it, he's still the Hulk. He's the Hulk, but every now and then, Mark Ruffalo is coming up going, Hulk, no! He's going, shut up, baby. I'm still running the shit. You know what I mean? This is where we're at. With a pandemic. So he start, he's, you think that it's winding down. You think it's calming down now. Au contraire, dear listener. This is where we're at with a pandemic. Okay, calming down, calming down, calming down. Whether you... No. And, and, oh, dude, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. We're back, just like that. <laughs> you want to see it again? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see you in there. You think that he's winding down. You think he's coming to the end, and then boom, we're back in the fucking mix again. Hulk smash! <laughs> it's it, yeah. Well, if we, if we can keep the Hulk analogy going, it's like after Hulk's won the fight, right? And you know, Scarlett Johansson or um, who was the chick in the Hulk movie with Edward Norton, Liv Tyler. They go up to him after the fighting's done and they're like, hey there, big guy. You know, the sun's getting really low. And he's like, mm, mm, mm. and he just kind of looks like innocent and slow and he walks up to him and he's like, and he's ready. He's ready to calm down. And then one idiot on the SWAT team, like 50 meters away, just pops him in the back of the head with an AK round. <laughs> no, stop shooting, you idiot. Leave him alone. <laughs> just when he was just about to calm down. That's what's happening here. Science. I'll tell you that. It ain't based on science. Unbelievable. Hey, the sun's getting low, pretty low there, big guy. 
So this is where we're at. Banner has baby arms. With a pandemic. This is where we're at with a pandemic. Whether you, and, and let me tell you this, let me tell you this. And let me tell you something, you piece of shit. I know there's people out there who We're like Trump in. and don't like Trump. Rant. But if you are a Trump supporter, mm -hmm. that's fine. That's your choice. But if you're a Trump if supporter. You are a Trump supporter. The extra emphasis on you, making it personal, reaching out through the screen, grabbing you around the heart, ladies and gentlemen, and dragging you back into round two of the super rant. God damn it, I love this guy. And you say to me, if you say to me, no, Steve, no, he's Steve. basing this on science. No, Steve, he's basing this on really solid reasoning. Well, you are fucking lying to yourself. Yes! <laughs> so not only did we think he was winding down for the rant, and then he didn't, and then the rant came back in Hulk style. Not only did we think the rant was done, the rant is now back and he's gone straight back into hitting the audience again. I fucking like, it's so risky, man. You know what they say? Fortune favors the brave. If you look me in the eye and you tell me, Steve, no. Look, and he's looking right down the camera. He is glaring down the camera. Those laser beam eyes are, are drilling deep into your soul. <laughs> He's not basing this on, on nothing. He's basing this on really good reasoning based on science. Get, uh, clo get right close in there. He's leaning into it. Based on, uh, based on research. Uh, patience right in the chat says, who the fuck is going to follow him after this? Shake my head. I will. I'm going to start watching more often. <laughs> Genuinely. Now, now, when, now when he goes live, I'm going to be like, I'm going to check this out. I don't want to miss the next one. <laughs> Ben's like, I will, patience. <laughs> I'm not missing out on this, this fucking theater. I didn't know that he had this level of rant uh, expertise in him. If I had have known this, I would have been watching far, a, a lot longer ago. I had no idea. Really understanding what's going on and listening to experts. If you tell me if he's you, doing that, you you know you're fucking lying. Yeah. You are a liar. You are a liar. <laughs> You know you're fucking lying. You are a liar. Concrete Cowboy saying, I blocked him because he's a fear monger. Oh, well, you're missing out then. Look, obviously, look at how much fucking fun we're having, mate. <laughs> don't, don't block yourself. Life's too short. Gotta live a little, man. <laughs> Again, the expert play. Uh, assessing the quality of the rant, ladies and gentlemen. That's now twice that he's hit the audience, and I've got to say, oh, man, it's so risky, but it's working for me. I don't know about you. Press 1 in the chat if you think that him taking the extra risk to go above and beyond to start hitting the audience mid-rant. Press 1 in the chat if you think that we should award him extra points for that, and press 2 in the chat if you think that it's diminishing from the quality of the rant itself. I, I'm I'm on the ones. I think that it adds to the the magic of it. Teddy Spaghetti's one. Ben K. Beach Life. See, people love it, man. You see what's happening here, Steve? If you bring this rant, if you bring this quality of rant to your performance, you know, more often, then you're going to find people actually love being abused, <laughs> but probably only in a rant. 
start abusing your audience more. That's the key here. And you're intellectually dishonest. <laughs> Winning TV. He's making a play for hardball. <laughs> honest. So you can support him. That's your choice. That's your if choice. If you want to vote for him, fine. fine. If you don't want to vote for him, fine. But what's not fine, if you tell me. <sighs> the little fucking, the little things, man. See how he's putting the extra um, emphasis and flair on certain words? Look, if you want to vote for the president, fine. If you want to support him, fine. If you like him, fine. If you don't like him, fine. But if you try to tell me that he's basing this on science, then you, sir, are fucking lying. <laughs> I love it. It's great. See, that's that's pure. That's pure talent. You can't teach that. You can't coach that. That kind of improvisation mid-rant is something that I think it's just inborn to being being able to put that kind of artistic flair, you know, on on the topic itself. That that to me is just it's wonderful. It's a it's the icing on the cake. It's the cherry on top. It really is. It's a, it's a cla- it's a classy thing. It's a classy move. You can't just keep a rant can't be like a machine gun. It can't be like but yeah, my god, rap, 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 because you give the audience ear fatigue. So to be able to break it up with different timing and different tempos from one stanza to the next, I think is very important if you're bringing people into the rant. It is pure fucking talent. If you want to support him, fine. If you want to vote for him, fine. If you believe him, fine. But if you think that I'm going to listen to this, then you're fucking lying to yourself. <laughs> it breaks it all up. It's like classical music. That- it's, it's like classical music as opposed to techno, which is just... The beat is predictable. Because with techno, it's about dancing. Classical music is about an experience. That's the difference. But he is basing his decisions on this, on, on anything other than garbage, on anything other than the whims of the moment, then you're not being honest with yourself. Good. And you're lying to me. Pointing, pointing, sticking that finger right in your chest in the audience. You're not being honest with yourself, you motherfucker. <laughs> and you know it. You know you it. Know and if you it. don't know it, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah! And if you don't know it, you're a fucking idiot. Perfect. Perfect. Ah, one, two, bang. You're on the floor. Fucking love this. Wake up. Wake up. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. Okay. Now, now this is the second time. And there it is, Rocket America. <laughs> now, we've already experienced this once before. Because we didn't know the first... Because the first time we thought that he was winding down from the rant, but it was actually just... He was working his way... Like, he couldn't control the rant. He can't get an off-ramp, right? Because he, he's not driving the car right now. The car is driving him. So the first time we were fooled into thinking that the rant was done and then bang, it came back. Don't worry. Don't worry. There's more. <laughs> so again, you're thinking, okay, he's found his off-ramp. Because that would be a perfect moment to end the rant on, don't you think? Know it. You- other- 
This would be a perfect place to end the rant and just go to commercial break. If you're going for the mic drop style ending. Then garbage on anything other than the whims of the moment, then you're not being honest with yourself and you're lying to me and you know it. You know it. And if you don't know it, you're a fucking idiot. Wake up. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after these short, after these short messages, right? That would be a perfect time to cut to commercial. <laughs> If you're going for the mic drop style ending. But Steve is in the groove. Steve is in the moment. Steve's feeling good about this. Steve is going to double down. Steve doesn't want to end it there. He doesn't want to cut to commercial. He doesn't want to do the mic drop moment. He wants this rant to peter out naturally. He wants the rant. He doesn't want to cut the rant short. He wants it to live its natural life and drop where it where it ends. You're killing my parents! Finke Veritas. So, let's see how he brings it back one more time. It's time to fucking wake up. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Then we're on a now we're on a whole new story arc. This is like looking at rant part three. We're doing the whole fucking trilogy here. Fucking idiot! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! You fucking idiot! It, it just it's it, it's only dormant for a moment, and then it's like bang, we're straight back again. It's time to fucking wake up. You know why? Because it's gonna affect you. I love the personalization. You. It's about you. Watch what happens in a week. We've been talking about this for two months. Watch what happens in a week. Watch what happens in a two weeks. I can't fucking wait if it's going to be more of this. I can't wait. I'll be watch. I'll be watching very closely. I'm not going to miss another fucking broadcast. <laughs> Feeling froggy in the chat. Wow, he doesn't stop. <laughs> Why do you want it to stop? Don't let it end. It's like a perfect evening with a lover. You know, you're walking on the beach, you're holding hands, you're dogging each other, <laughs> you're laying on a towel on the beach, drinking champagne, feeding each other strawberries, and then the sun starts coming up, and you're like, oh, no, no, no. Just give me another hour. This is a perfect evening. I don't want it to end. I'm ha that's the experience I'm having with this rant. I don't want it to stop. We, we know that it has to come to an end at some point, but I'm just trying to milk every last ounce of uh, energy and pleasure from it while it's still alive, while it's happening. It's a fucking pandemic and this guy. Thank you for the diamond, KB. Very generous. Making decisions based on nothing. Nothing. On nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Look, it's very serious, isn't it? It's very upset. <laughs> Love this rant, man. Love this rant. Can't get enough of this shit. He's basing his decisions on nothing. Nothing! <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Nothing! It's a fucking pandemic and this guy is making decisions based on nothing. On nothing! Nothing! <laughs> That's, that felt like a Seinfeld bit. What's a show about? Nothing. How can we have a show about nothing? Nothing. And again, it's not about the policy. No. 
If he stood up there and he had, if he had gone through and said, look, these are all the costs. Yep. These are all the benefits. Uh, see, this is the moment where the rant turns into an educational process, right? This is where the rant turns into, okay, you're coming with me, dear listener. I'm going to educate you. Did you see the tone change? He, he went from pointing his finger at the camera, calling you a fucking idiot, into now he's trying to bring you back. It's like, it's like hitting the child and then giving them a hug. <laughs> it's like beating the child silly with a piece of pipe and then saying, you know, I'm only doing this because I love you. It's like the battered wife syndrome approach to the rant. He's trying to get you, he's trying to keep you on board, bring you back. And he had given, and look, there's a case to be made. I've been, to, if you watch our broadcast, I've been talking about this. I'm the one, I'm, I'm the, the one, one, me. <laughs> I'm the one, I'm the guy, me. And you are a fucking liar. Me, who a week ago, when you didn't see many people saying this at all, I was saying a week ago, them back or in. even longer exactly. ago, I, you go check my Twitter feed. Yep. I was saying, I was saying, look, this social distancing stuff is unsustainable. I'm the one who's been saying that. Me! <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Go check my fucking Twitter feed. I posted a week ago ago at least saying, look, uh, you look at me. You can't shut down the economy for this long a time. I've been saying this. This isn't about which policy the president chooses to do. This is beautiful. Like, so now I think this is the part that I remembered from earlier today when I was watching this. So we were talking about how he's bringing in layers of action. Like he's starting to act out the different parts of the rant. And this is now the third part. This is now like the third paragraph of the rant. This is chapter three. Chapter one was explosive. Chapter two caught us by surprise. Chapter three is like, um, you know, it's like the fine, it's like the fine cigar after a meal. You know, now, now we're just able to bask in the glory of this rant. Now we're able to really appreciate it. It's like a glass of, I don't know if anybody here is a port drinker. Uh, in winter, I've been known to really enjoy like a nice glass of port after a nice, like yeah, big steak, you know. And after dinner, a cigarette and a glass of port. It's just like it caps everything off. So this, this third paragraph of the rant, this is the port after a nice steak dinner. Just, just enjoy it, man. Just, just appreciate it. Appreciate the art. It's about his dis. It's about how he goes about the actions, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the arm movements. Look at the um the acting out. Look at the miming. It's all layered in. It's all factored in. About making his decision. That's the issue, and he's basing his decision on garbage. It's what he feels like, and it's not educated at all, and it's not based on expert reasoning at all. And he's just it's, and <laughs> you know a good rant when there's a lot of ands. A really, a really good rant is basically like one sentence, right? So every single sentence he ends it with and, 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 and. Like he's not allowing himself to be, he's not allowing himself to come out of the groove. He's just sticking in there. He's sticking in the trench. He's sticking in the moment. It's brave, man. It's brave. He deserves points for that.
Like just letting, he's letting, he's, he's letting it ride. He is just going with it, man. <laughs> just doing what he feels like based on a whip. And that's fucking frightening to me. See, look at that. That was like seven sentences all put together with and. That was like one big sentence. And then. Exactly. Can't shut down. He's not letting himself be over. Exactly. The economy for this long a time. I've been saying this. This isn't about which policy the president chooses to do. It's about his dis It's about how he goes about making his decision. That's the issue, and he's basing his decision on garbage. It's what he feels like, and it's not educated at all, and it's not based on expert reasoning at all, and he's just doing what he feels like based on a whip. And that's fucking frightening to me. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Expert. Expert level play. Expert level rant maintenance. Expert level prolonging of the rant, ladies and gentlemen. You don't see that shit every day. You can't attempt that if you're an amateur. He has come straight onto the internet ranting scene and he has put the cat amongst the pigeons. He's declaring to the world, I am Lukna, I am here. I'm not queer. I rant with no fear. And you should be frightened too. And if you're not frightened, if you're not frightened about that, you're not being honest with yourself. If you're, you, everybody be afraid. I, I, I can't be afraid. I'm too much in love with this. And yeah, this is called agenda-free TV. Yeah. But you know what? But you know what, you motherfucker? <laughs> See, this this is the part of the rant where he's preempting the 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 uh the pushback now. He's preempting the backlash. So yes, the channel is agenda-free TV. It, this is the first moment in the rant which has now been going for precisely. Okay, he's been ranting for 10 minutes. Just hardcore, in the moment, letting go, ranting for 10 minutes, right? This is the first point where you see Steve start to re... He's trying to fight for control over the Hulk to regain control of the rant. This is the first point in this 10 minutes that he has... The rant has become self-aware. Because before this, he was just running with it. This is the first moment where you can identify. It's like, okay, Steve is now trying to wrestle back control of the steering wheel. Making making decisions based on solid reasoning rather than whims. Uh, dealing with something scientific, using science to understand yep. something that requires science to be understood. That's not having an agenda. No. Uh, if, if And yeah, we've been going for like an hour and 40 minutes. An hour and 45 minutes, and we've only played 10 minutes of the rant. <laughs> and people are going to say, wow, that's obsessive, that's weird. But to me, those people don't really appreciate the art form. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like going to an art gallery. Uh, if you appreciate a really nice painting, if you appreciate a work of art, you could stand there all day and it feels like 10 minutes. And you wouldn't even notice, right? Um, but somebody who doesn't really know what they're looking at would look at the person standing there staring at the work of art on the wall and go, look at this fucking idiot. Look at this weirdo. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see you in hell. So I, I don't concern myself with those people because they're not, they're not appreciating the art form for what it is. And to cut this short, to not dedicate this much time into this, the analysis of this rant, I think would be a tragedy. I think we wouldn't be doing it justice.
and you know it's just fucking fun <laughs> if if being committed to like uh using decent reasoning processes to understand what's going on and make decisions is an agenda mm -hmm. oh fine we have an agenda we've <laughs> say preempting the backlash the rant is becoming self-aware for the first time in 10 minutes. My, my, my big agenda, my big agenda is that people uh, should use science to understand a scientific phenomenon. <laughs> the laugh being thrown in there, the sarcastic laugh being thrown in there at the end. It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a big agenda. My big agenda, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's agenda-free TV. And, and, you know, like, yeah, my big agenda is trying to use science to <laughs> understand a scientific phenomenon. Whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> it's starting to dawn on him. It's starting to become clear. Mark Ruffalo is starting to regain control of the Hulk. The thinking part of the brain is starting to take back control over the uh, the rage part of his being, of his split being, which is a beautiful thing. But what what a big agenda that is. My big agenda is that people shouldn't make important decisions based on their whims, but should actually fully understand based on what experts say and based on science what the options are and then make a decision based on that. So if that's my agenda, so be it. I have an agenda. My agenda is that you should use science to understand scientific things. The mic did you see that? Another another plus three points for knocking the microphone over. There's still power. The Hulk isn't done yet. Shut up, Ben. I'm not done yet. Burn my baby arms. And you shouldn't just base important decisions on whatever you feel like. I do what I feel like. That's my agenda. Fine. No. I have an agenda. Yeah. Huh. So it's so huh. it's not agenda free in that sense. Fine. Fine. I have an agenda. Whatever. Great. Fuck you. Now, is it coming to an end? Is it ending here? So we've been through this process now twice before. Is this where the rant starts to come to an end? Is he about to wind down? Is the race over? Is the is the war over? Is there any more fighting? Are there any? Is there anybody left on the battlefield that hasn't been decimated? Press one in the chat if you think the rant is coming to an end now. Press two in the chat if you think that this is just another false alarm and the rant is about to come back bigger and better than ever. You decide. Seeing twos. I'm seeing twos. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Follow cues. There's probably not two. <laughs> two, two. Lady Fritz is brave. She's going one. Henry St. George Tucker Bumper with the one. Rockin' America one. Patience right. I want to see him cry. <laughs> I think Stevie is about to do fall down the riff guide. Let's have a look. Let's see who wins. Oh, to see the little move, like looking around the room now. It's it. It's the Hulk. The Hulk part of this rant is now craving stimulus. It's like a dormant zombie now. It's just looking for some kind of movement, some kind of shape, some kind of inspiration to keep the rage alight, I think. 
So that's why he's now looking around the room. He's like, he's shifting in his chair uneasily because he's burned through a lot of that fuel. But as you know, ladies and gentlemen, adrenaline can create its own fuel source. Does he have enough adrenaline left coursing through his veins to be able to kick this rant into high gear one last time? One more time. Can he do it? Can he pull it out of the bag? I think he's going to have to if he's going to win the title today on this edition of the Daily Boogie Rant of the Week. I don't. If he's going to get there, it has to be with a flurry. It can't peter out, in my personal opinion. You might see it differently. This is a democracy. You'll be allowed to vote at the end. <laughs> Henry St. George Tucker Papa. It's like the predator scanning the environment. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yes, now he has to nail the fucker into the woodwork. Plus 10 points for throwing something, says Rusty. Let's see what he does. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's a pandemic. <laughs> it's, it's, he's fi- it's trying to come back. It's trying to come back. And he just raised his voice a little bit again. It's unbelievable. It's a pandemic. Don't you know? People are dying. 500. Oh- yes, we're back. Woo. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> There's still life in the old girl yet. Huh? It's still life in him. You thought it was over. You thought it was over. Oh, no, no, no. We're just getting warmed up. (laughs) We're back. He's back, baby. The predator was scanning the environment and found himself another target. False alarm. (laughs) Let's do it it again. What do you feel like? That's my agenda. Fine. I have an agenda. So it's, so it's not agenda-free in that sense. Fine. I have an agenda. Way to go, twos. Great. The twos have it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's a pandemic. People are dying. 500, over 500 people have They're died in the back. U.S. from this already. People are dying, and many more people will. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can't believe what I just saw. One of the most, one of the most genuinely frightening things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get regain control. You know, it, it's, it's, it's also, it's very easy. It's very easy. I, I posted this today. And again, I'm the one, I'm the I'm one who the a week one. and a half ago was me. I'm the one. I'm so glad he brought that back. Because that was one of my favorite parts of chapter one. Was it chapter one or chapter two where he's doing me? I'm the guy. I think it was chapter two of the ramp. I see you in hell. I think it was chapter two. I'm so glad he brought it back again. That was probably one of my favorite characters from the rant so far. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to see it one more time. Saying, I don't think it's sustainable. Thank you, Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. I have the economy shut down for, eight, for 18 months. I've been saying that repeatedly on the Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. I'm the one who's been saying that. I'll see you in hell. 
me. But you know, it's it's very easy. Very easy. It's very easy to yes. say, and I tweeted this out this morning. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to say. See, it's kind. Of, I love it because he's trying to wrestle control of the rant back from the Hulk, right? But even though the tempo has changed, the tempo is it's definitely more conversational now, right? Like I'm not making that up. He he's in a conversational mode, but the emphasis is still there. It's like after you have a fight with your wife or your girlfriend or something and you're screaming, you're like, you fucking, that's fucking bullshit. Ah, oh, fuck, fuck. But then <clears throat> after the initial rage of the fight stubs to, starts to subside, you're in, you've, you've lowered your voice. You're not screaming anymore, but you're still putting the emphasis on the words as if you were, right? So it's like, yeah, look. I know, I'm sorry that I yelled earlier, but I'm just really sick of you having a crack at me about the dishes all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the emphasis is still there, just minus the pure dripping distilled rage that was being applied to the rant earlier. And it could come back at any moment. Like it's just wait, it's a powder keg, right? It's just waiting for a trigger to explode once again. Oh, well, you know. The angry conversation, exactly, Envelope. Uh, you know, uh, we should have we should have everybody go back to work because 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 the benefit outweighs Give it the time, cost. Says Rusty. It's very easy to talk about the benefit outweighing the cost when you haven't experienced the cost. Mm. We haven't now. My fucking father is in a nursing home. Say a, a nice little callback in the rant. A good rant callback. Right at the beginning of chapter one, ladies and gentlemen of this rant, remember? My fucking father is in a nursing home. My mother is 79 years old. She might fucking die because this fucking jackass might fucking kill them. Now, there's a lot of people out there. There's there's over 500. So he's got the emotional uh, quality added to this rant, which is beautiful. Families in America that have experienced the cause because over 500 people have died. But for a lot of people, I assume most of the politicians and lots of, lots of you watching, mm -hmm. um, uh, you mm -hmm. haven't personally experienced the cost. No. So it's very easy. It's very easy to say, oh, well, well, the benefit of going back to work right away is, is, is worth the cost. Mm. But you haven't experienced the cost. <laughs> the <laughs> Ten minutes in, we wipe the spittle. And see, that to me, like, I'm not laughing at him wiping the spittle off ten minutes after the rant started. That to me, it's a beautiful thing because that shows the genuine quality of the rant. Like he meant it. He was feeling it, man. He was in the moment. If you're really in the moment, like just say you're making love to somebody, you're really in the moment. Uh, you're not going to notice that itch on the back of your knee. You know, that's not going to bother you because you're not, you, you're not focused on it. So he was so invested in the rant. The rant was so in control of him that he didn't even feel the need to wipe the spit off his own chin. Like he didn't even notice it. There was so there was too much adrenaline coursing through his veins. It was only this is an indication that he's starting to calm down. He's starting to cool down. Because it was only after, like I said, about 12 minutes where he's like, oh shit, I got a bit of spit on the chin there. <laughs> but that's how genuine this was. That's how intense this was. Intense passionate, meaningful, emotional, amazing, inspirational. It's a hard choice. It's a, t it's, a, it's a choice between two bad choices. 
It shouldn't be an easy choice because it's not. Mm -hmm. If it's an easy choice for you, you're not understanding the choice. Back to, we're turning back to the audience again. Yes, for the third time. <laughs> Another risky play, a bold strategy, sir. And you're not going to understand this choice, none of us will, until two weeks from now mm -hmm. when more and more people are dying and in the hospital yes. and getting sick because of this. Piles of bodies. Probably people we all... Nice imagery too, I think. I appreciate good imagery in a rant. Are you saying we just got hate fucked by him? Kimmy in the chat asks. Yes, indeed I am. But you liked it? It wasn't a hate fuck. It was, um, it was just angry sex, I think angry broadcaster sex it wasn't it wasn't rape you know what i mean we were willing participants in the act but we were always a little bit nervous right we were always we didn't know if he was going to kill us or not but that's what made it so hot right you know what i'm saying right <laughs> so he's bringing it back to the audience for the third time but i do love um good imagery being used in a rant and see that's where i think alex has it all over steve in the imagery department being able to push that uh that visual into your brain with violence you know what i mean so he's like talking about you know dead bodies and people are dying and stuff that's that's always that's always something that i look for when i'm judging the quality of a rant so uh in the imagery department i think generally speaking he's kind of lacking in the rage department very good uh in the accusing the audience very good his body movements in being in time with the tempo and the rhythm of the rant this is the rhythm of the rant the rant oh yeah he gets top marks for that uh he gets top marks for the spittle that we've already discussed so he's doing quite well in most of the major departments that we judge on here at the daily boogie in terms of the quality of a rant the only thing that i would if i could add a little editor's note would be Maybe get some more imagery, work that in for the next one. Maybe when you're working on your next rant, but we'll, we'll get to that. No. And then you'll have to think, do we want more of this? And how much more of this are we willing to take in exchange for this? But to sit here before any of this is happening and saying, say we to say we understand this choice is nonsense. It's ridiculous. Again, predator scanning the horizon once again, ladies and gentlemen. How about this? Wait to talk about the trade-off and to wait to decide whether to go A or B. Why don't you wait a little bit until you understand what B is? It's very expressive, isn't he? Wait before you choose between going back to work at this time or and having and having See, it's conversational, but it's still loud. He's, st he's speaking loudly. X number of people die and get sick versus waiting longer and having fewer people die and get sick. Wait, just, just, just hang on. Be <laughs> I fucking love this guy, man. <laughs> Wait, just hang on. Be patient. Wait a week or two and, and get a full better understanding of what that involves. The actions are amazing. It's easy to sit around and say... <laughs> this this <laughs> now this is where i think ladies and gentlemen this is the moment where it all comes together 
And this is the first point in the red where the actions genuinely speak louder than the words. And there's going to be a little drip of childish sarcasm thrown in. And you are you are absolutely going to love this next little part. Because this next little part, I was fucking on the floor. I was done at this point. I couldn't take any more. <laughs> Watch very carefully the actions, um, the description, the, the tone of voice and what he's saying. It all comes together in a beautiful moment where magic lives, right? In that space between method and performance, in that grey area in between where everything all parts of the rant are in perfect harmony and perfect sync with each other. That's what we're about to see. And it's very rare. It's very rare to get all of the things lined up perfectly. But I think, you know, you'll agree once we see this part of the clip that that's what we witness here. Check it out. ...of what that involves. It's easy to sit around and say, yeah, I think we should go back to work. And uh, yeah, we'll have uh, two million people die and, uh, and that'll be fine. <laughs> hey, that's not hard. <laughs> But then you're not you're not really you're not really understanding what the cost is then. You're just saying, oh, it's fine. We'll we'll have two million people die. It's a hard choice. It's a terrible choice. <laughs> if it's an easy choice for you, either way, you're not really understanding the choice. Yeah. This is Shakespeare, exactly. This is fantastic. <laughs> Do you want to see that moment? Yes, points for mocking. Exactly. <laughs> Have a look at that. The moment of mockery right there. <laughs> Henry St. George Tucker Bumper. See, you're onto it. Uh, Henry St. George Tucker Bumper in the chat. Oh, I love the animated mocking, right? Isn't it fucking perfect? That's an Alex play. That's an Alex move right there. <laughs> And I love the way that he just dips into it. He just slides right into the animated mocking. There's no setup. He just goes for it, man. He's because he's brave. He's got balls. He's not listening to the rules. He's not reading the rule book on how to do a successful internet rant. No, he's writing the rule book, ladies and gentlemen. He is rewriting the rules on how to get a viral rant out there. And I fucking love it. He's an inspiration to me, and he should be an inspiration to you too. Patient. Wait a week or two and, and get a full better understanding of what that involves. It's easy to sit around and say, yeah, I think we should go back to work. And uh, yeah, we'll have uh, two million people die and, uh, and that'll be fine. Hey, that's not hard. But then you're not, you're not, really, you're not really understanding what the cost is then. You're just saying, oh, it's fine. We'll, we'll have two million people die. It's a hard choice. It's a terrible choice. If it's an easy choice for you, either way, you're not really understanding the choice. <laughs> no matter what you think. No matter what you think. If you think this is an easy choice. Still going. About, about the trade-off of going back to work early. Remember, the experts say you, you, you get rid of the social distancing, cases go up. Amount you'll flood the healthcare system goes up. Mm -hmm. So it's not an easy choice. The lean in, the lean in, the little smirk, the lean in and the little smirk, like looking at you distastefully, like you fucking idiot. You know what I mean? That's a nice little touch. That's a little cherry on top as well. Plus, plus half a point for that. If it's easy to you, you're not thinking about the choice properly. Nice. 
because it's two bad alternatives. Good enunciation. Two bad alternatives. Good pausing in between the words, hitting the hard words hard. It's, it's, a, it's a very good rant. Either economy shuts down for a long time and people suffer because of that, or hospitals go get overwhelmed, tons of people die, uh, tons of people get sick. See, pointing for one decision on one hand, pointing for the other decision on the other hand, his whole body is in sync with the rant, ladies and gentlemen, and it's fucking beautiful. It would be like watching um, a mesmerizing figure skater. You know those kinds of figure skating performances where the whole crowd is in tears after it? Oh, my God, that was so beautiful. Did you see the triple twirl that she did at that part of the song? Oh, my God. And look at the emotion on her face. And she's just gorgeous in that gown. Oh, it's amazing. Everything is working together as a finely tuned machine at this point. Not, neither of those is desirable. So the idea that it's just like, oh, yeah, we should just do this one. Well, if that's your attitude, then you're not really understanding the choice. Because it's two bad alternatives. It's, there's no easy choice. It's one bad thing or the other bad thing. Yeah. There's no, yeah, we should just do this one. Let's just do choice A. Choice A will be so much better. I've just got one word. I've just got one word for you. Perfection. <laughs> he won me. That was the time. That was gift time. Says <laughs> that was the moment where he won me. That's like, that was the moment where I'm like, I am, I am officially in love with this rant. This rant has become, this rant has become my secret lover. <laughs> that's a, and for the win, body animation, patience right in the chat. Do you think that's enough? Do you think that took him over the line? Do you think that was enough to get him to the, the finish line as number one? I think it puts him very close. We're going to have to decide at the end just how close he came, but that's, that's perfection to me. <laughs> Winning TV. Thank you for the diamond. That was awesome. <laughs> Should we do it again? Let's do it again. So the idea that it's just like, oh, yeah, we should just do this. <laughs> well, we need a little bit more setup for it, though. Because it just comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? It just comes out of, like, it, it jumps out of the closet. Ah! Oh, oh, my God! Where did you come from? Because it's two bad alternatives. Either economy shuts down for a long time and people suffer because of that, or hospitals go get overwhelmed, tons of people die, uh, tons of people get sick. Not, neither of those is desirable. So the idea that it's just like, oh yeah, we should just do this one. Well, if that's your attitude, then you're not really understanding the choice. Because it's two bad alternatives. Two bad it's, alternatives. There's no easy choice. There's no it's easy It's one choice. bad thing or the other bad thing. There's no, yeah, we should just do this one. Let's just do choice A. Choice A will be so much better. No. If you're thinking that way, you're not understanding the two sides of the dilemma. Bravo. Bravo. Woo. And then the sip of coffee at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Ha, 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 ha.
And then just at that moment, look at, yeah, the Elmo body language. (laughs) And then just at that moment, taking the sip of coffee, staring into that uh, milky cup of love and realising that that, ladies and gentlemen, that was a rant for the ages. So tell me what you think. I think that's one of the best rants that we've ever seen. And clearly we were uh, appreciative of the rant because we've blown like literally two hours of a show on this rant now. <laughs> so we're at the end of the show now. <laughs> I had other stuff. Um, while you consider... So the rant is the score for the rant. I want you to put some thought into this, okay? Um, there, we're, we're a freedom-loving democratic operation here at the Daily Boogie. So the score for the rant is out of 100. Because there's a lot we need to have, you know, if it's out of 10, you can't get the kind of sophisticated nuance that you're going to need when assessing something like we've just watched here. Um, you can you can judge the rant on any particular criteria that you see fit. But let me, if, if, I, could, if I may offer some advice as somebody who is, like I said, a connoisseur when it comes to judging internet rants, um, the things that I look for, the tempo, the timing. Does he break up the rant or is it just a constant same metronomic beat? Does it go through ebbs and flows? Does it peak and trough? Do you does he bring you along for the ride? Is it a roller coaster or is it a drive down the highway, right? Are there voice changes? Are there is there artistic flair applied to the rant? Is there improvisation? Are there risks taken? These are the kinds of things that I look for when it comes to a rant. But you can judge it on on whichever method you wish. So have a couple of minutes to think about it while I do the plugs and start to get the hell out of here. Scoring out of 100, ladies and gentlemen, the Steve Lookner Hulk smash rant from Agenda Free TV. And I, you know, again, if just to reiterate, if you came into this late, um, this this has we're not. Um, hitting on Steve Lookner here. I've got nothing against Steve Lookner. I've seen his program before and I quite enjoy it when I watch it. I've got nothing against the guy whatsoever. This was not about him. This was about judging the artistic quality of his rant. Nothing to do with him, the person whatsoever. So this is not a slight on you, Steve, if you see this later. Um, I've got no ill will towards you at all. This was, in fact, if you can see by the comments in the chat and by my reactions, we're actually fans of what you did tonight. We actually appreciate it because here on the Daily Boogie, we appreciate a good rant. And that was a fine rant, sir. I mean, if you were in the room, I would shake your hand now and say thank you. Like, I feel blessed. That was a moment in time. And I'm ve- I feel honoured that you graced us with this talent that you have. So, genuinely... So thank you, Steve. Thank you for tonight's performance. Thank you for providing the rant for us. We appreciate it. We love you. 07 in the chat, Steve Lugner. Fantastic rant. Um, His personal views and his politics and the topic that he was ranting about are completely immaterial. They're only relevant in so much as they provide the tapestry for the, the artwork which comes out at the end, that being the rant itself. So let's go through some of these scores. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to send me an internet rant for us to uh, review, to analyze, and to score here on the show, then by all means, get in touch with me on Twitter, at boogiebumper. 
Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to go back to some more standard boogie flair because I had other stuff for tonight, uh, but we just I, I think we just kind of got in the moment and we just had to ride it out. We had to go with it. We took, we took inspiration from Steve. He let the rant take control and we... We allowed the rant to control us. Like, we let the rant take control of our evening. We just went along for the ride. So, all things considered, considering that we did go along for the ride, I personally am awarding Steve... So, we'll, I'll give you my personal score for the rant, and then we'll do a kind of amalgamation of the audience score. It'll be like Rotten Tomatoes, right? The critic's score versus the viewer's score. So, my score for tonight's rant... I have my own scoring system, as I pointed out earlier. Tonight's score for Steve Lookner's rant on agenda-free TV last night is a very, very, very credible 79.3. 79.3 for Steve. Um, which puts him right up there. Um, bear in mind the top rant, the top score that I've ever given for a rant was Alex Jones's Ben Shapiro rant which got up to about 86.5 or something like that. That's the highest score that we've ever awarded here on the Daily Boogie. And that was close to perfection. And we've actually got a clip of it on the on YouTube somewhere. Um, I'll find it one day and I'll re-put it out so we can relive the magic of the Ben Shapiro rant one more time with new members of the audience who weren't around a couple of years ago when it happened. So a very credible 79.3. Um, editor's notes... The only thing I would say to Steve, uh, where he might have been let down in an otherwise flawless performance, I think there needs to be more imagery used, perhaps. So uh, more descriptive language when you're talking about people dying and stuff. Like, you know, because, for example, you can say that people are going to die because, uh, quote, this fucking jackass doesn't know anything about science. But you can always layer onto it a little more than that. So you can say people are going to die by drowning in their own blood or something. like Something like that. People are going to suffocate to death in hospitals. See, that's how you get more uh, feeling into it. That's using imagery. You know, don't say that my grandma could fucking die. Say, my grandma is going to suffocate to death and wither away into nothing because of this jackass. See, you see what I'm doing here? A little bit more poetry a little bit more artistic, but generally speaking, not bad. You didn't do anything wrong. You could have done some uh, stuff a little bit better. That's all. So that was probably one of the only things that let you down. Um, and I do think the ending of the rant was quite good. I love the mockery, but I prefer, it's maybe a personal thing. I prefer to end on like a hard, serious note and a rant, not the mockery. Like I'm very happy for mockery to be laced in the rant at some point. But I prefer the rant to end on something hard and long-lasting to leave the impression on the audience, like a bruise. You want to bruise the audience. You don't want them to get away without one. You want them to remember it for a few days later when they touch their arm and go, ow, ow, oh, that's right, that was that bruise from Lukner, right? You don't want to leave them laughing. I think it kind of diminishes it. So those are the two areas that have probably held you back from getting into the 80s. But all in all, a tremendous effort from Steve Lukner tonight, ladies and gentlemen. A very credible 79.3 on the rant scale here on the Daily Boogie. So let's see what you've given. Patience Wright, 86. Uh, Piper Ohio, 43. That's interesting. Very, very low score from Piper Ohio. She's a very difficult woman to please. Winning TV, 87. California Dreaming, 97.3. Now that's a score. 
uh, out of 100, minus 20 points for femina, uh, femme hand gestures from Iceman. <laughs> uh, love the sacks, 95. Lee, uh, Liz, probably very close to me, Liz, 76. Follow Q, 17. Oh, follow Q, not a fan at all. Not a fan at all. That that indicates to me, like if that was, if we were judging this at the Olympics, and hopefully ranting will become an Olympic sport at some point. Um, if we were jan judging this at the Olympics, people would now be looking at follow Q saying, did he take money from the Russians? You know, everybody else gave the German girl like a nine out of 10. And then the Russian judge is like 1.5 out of 10. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> and everyone's like, did, what, what fucking performance was he watching? How can you be so far away from everyone else? It's like at the boxing, right? Like two judges award the fight by five points to one boxer, and the and the last judge says, "No, I think the other I think the other guy dominated the fight and won by ten points." <laughs> Everyone's looking at that judge, going, "I don't know, man. I don't know. Did you get money for this?" <laughs> he says, "It's the only number I know." Sorry. <clears> oh <throat> seven, Steve from Brockett Bradley. Uh, 68 from Rock in America. 84 from Sebastian, yes. 83. You can see how we've kind of all ended up at around the same figure. Joanne G, a big fan from Joanne G. 90. Uh, Kimmy in the chat, 97. California Dreaming adjusted, 92.6. Patriot Bill, 98.6. Kimmy's right, nobody gets 100. Uh, I gave him 68 even from Rock in America. Lady Fritzer, a 73. And I think that's about where it ends. Uh, Doc G gives him a 55. Uh, but Doc G did come in a little late. So he probably missed a lot of the stuff at the start, which I think probably, to be fair, uh, would have bumped up that score, uh, in all honesty. And Amberlina, an 87. Woodchip TV, 88.9. And Ben K Veritas sticking with a solid 78, ladies and gentlemen. So there you have it. Tonight's edition of the Daily Boogie has come to an end. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everybody who contributed on DLive tonight, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Boogie Bumper. I will be back tomorrow night and I'm going to do my absolute best to be on time because we've got stuff to get through that I couldn't get to tonight. So we've got a woman who lives as a baby full time. So it's Baby Girl 2.0, one of our most popular segments on this show that we've ever done baby girl we've got another baby girl and i can't wait to introduce you to her you're gonna love her she's a she's a gem she's a darling uh we've also got uh angry australians fighting over nothing on the street caught on camera that'll be fun and of course some of the regular news some of the more shitty news and a general good time to be had at hopefully 7 p.m tomorrow night so please join us if you would thank you to everyone for sharing the show out thank you for your contributions on DLive. Follow our friends at RealPersonPLTCS, at ChrisMC44, at YCensored, at WinningTV, at UKNeil, at Iceman4433, at DocG, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget JJ Stoner, Midget Wednesday tomorrow around noon, ladies and gentlemen, with JJ Stoner, DLive.TV slash JJ Stoner. Irrational Times, you've also got Joy of Pessy on a Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to follow all our friends. I'm going to jump out now and watch the end of Nightwave Radio, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. Until tomorrow, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. I'll open the chest right now. Bye-bye.